One. I can't even do the voice anymore. Warning, the following podcast contains adult scenarios and sexual situations. If those aren't legal for you or you don't like that stuff, turn back now. The Red Light Library is an erotica review podcast after all. Welcome, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library spooktacular finale. It's Halloween! I'm rubbing the head of this penis. Uh, <laughs> it's textured! Uh, you drew it. I know! But I've Pre- been drinking and now it's distracting. Previously on the Red Light Library, Jackie drew a dick on the podcast table. She's seeing it from a different perspective now and is just enamored by it. Yeah, it's not a great dick. The ball hairs are off. She's a perfectionist when when it comes to cock drawings. Really? It's true. Actually, that was the first time I drew, drew a dick, so. You did pretty decent bad. for your first one. Today we're talking Daddy Long Legs by Brixton Atwood. I guess we should say up front, this is a sex slender man. Yes. He is the slender man of sex. If the slender man creeps you out, don't read this book. Yeah. It'll because fuck with we, you. We should probably say up front, dis- unlike... Unlike the Pharaoh's mummy or the sexist. This one is actually scary. It actually has scenes that were written to be scary. Yeah, and if you if you scare easily, you will get creeped out. There if is not, a, there are at least two won't. scenes where it will fuck with you. Yeah, and I am a baby and hate everything scary. I get scared super super easy. It's like it's like pulling teeth to mm-hmm. get me to watch something scary or read something scary but then once i'm in that situation i like it i'm like oh i'm scared oh my gosh what's gonna happen yeah i remember so that was s- kind of kind of this i remember when you first saw halloween at oh like a drive-in theater yes, and we and were I all love like, halloween now yeah she was we were all like oh fuck she's not gonna be handled this now she's like my fires is cool let's start this off this has probably my favorite female characters in a while yeah i do like the female characters a lot i really like the relationship i like that they are very good friends Mm -hmm. oh disclaimer we're drinking wine yeah it's called witch's brew in honor of halloween (laughs) red wine with spices added yeah it tastes kind of appley a little pumpkin-y um (laughs) i like it okay take a picture of it <laughs> Take a picture of this wine. You this picture will it. be available at Red Light Library on Twitter. Make sure my arm's not in the picture. Why? Because it's. I don't want my arm in the picture. Okay. Do I need to put it down? What? Let me see the picture. Well, let's see. We got like one eighth of a boob in your finger. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Fine. That passed with a 71. <laughs> so, Daddy Long Legs is about Claire and Katie for the most part. Claire being the narrator character who is a... Older, s- more professional. Psychotherapist, sh- I think would be. Uh, a hypnotherapist. Hypnotherapist, that's it. I think a psychotherapist is just a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> It's psychomantis. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, but she's a hypnotherapist, and she works with people who have recurring nightmares and and um, PTSD she hypnotizes them. and trauma, like past traumas yeah. and things like that. She runs them through the dream, and controlling the dream, she helps them kind of turn it positive so they don't go through it again. Either she helps them turn it positive, 
or learn like to not a, be an afraid. adventure or 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 a game or she helps them overcome their fears mm-hmm. and she she helps them rewrite the ending is what they say a lot yeah so we open with kate signing all her paperwork and signing up to do this and uh they go into they go into claire's house it's this beautiful old victorian house in kind of a run-down part of town where all these old houses are left derelict she had purchased this with her husband to renovate, which is like one of her lifelong dreams. I'm taking it she's like late 40s. Mm-hmm. It says uh, that. It does. It says that she's in her 40s. I, I, I was paying attention to a lot of details, but I missed that. Well, yeah, uh, it says that. Let's see here. Charming, historical. I don't remember exactly when it says. It might be at the strip club. <laughs> Spoiler, there's a strip that. club scene. I do love... Um, all, my, all my highlights are gone. Shit. Why? I don't know. Uh, they're entering the house. They go up a staircase. There's they're on a... mine if you want your highlights. Let me just... So oh, they're wait, going inside. Not. I'm restarting Kindle on my phone. They go in her house, and they're going up this creaky old staircase, and there's beautiful prints of classical art on the wall, and Kate just blurts out, this house is fucking awesome, but then goes, sorry. And Claire goes, no, I'd like to think my house is fucking awesome. Yeah. There's There's humor here. Yeah. Uh, she starts to talk to Kate about her problems, Katie about her problems. Well, we I think find it's out. Kate. I think that she goes Kate, like Kate. It's Kate. Uh, her problem is she has this recurring nightmare of basically the Sunderman, a tall, like incredibly 11, 12 foot tall, skinny apparition in a suit He's with like no gray. face. He has no face. He's bald. Slenderman. She, she calls him Daddy Longlegs. Yes. And um, the uh, the thing is, and this, I want to warn you right now, it sounds like some of the other stuff we reviewed where I'm going to give you the turn and it's goofy. But the idea is instead of Slenderman stalking you and turning you so that you kill other people or just straight up killing you, he forces you to perform sexual acts. And acts that you are frightened of or un- or are uncomfortable with. Which is an important detail we'll get to in a bit. Uh, this is where Claire learns the nightmare is Daddy Longleg shows up, Kate can't move, and then he tells her to masturbate for him, and she does, against her will. And she, this, this is in Kate's dream. In the dream. So Claire cannot currently see Daddy Longlegs yes. at the very beginning when there is, Kate is first hypnotized. It is even written as if it, a maybe. Like, maybe he's real. Yeah. Maybe Because she starts talking and uh, Kate is writing in her notepad, which I fucking love. Um, let's see. Claire is writing in her notepad. Claire is writing in her notepad. Uh, quote, I'm curious as to why you call him Daddy Longlegs. Did he tell you his name or did you make it up? I made it up, Kate said. I call him that because he's really tall, almost as tall as my bedroom ceiling. He wears an old black suit and he doesn't have a face. Interesting, Claire said, noting the details in her notepad. She wrote down Slenderman. Does Daddy Longlegs try to hurt you? Not really. He likes to scare me. He just stands at the edge of the bed. I can't move at all. It's like I'm paralyzed, unless... Kate looked away in hesitation and started biting a fingernail. Unless what? Unless he wants me to move. Unless he wants me to touch myself. Touch yourself sexually? Yes. Claire jotted down some notes. Sleep paralysis. Nocturnal arousal. Sexual shame or abuse. She then asks what it was like growing up and if she had any sexual trauma. 
Kate goes, no, 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 I know what you're thinking. No. <laughs> uh, well, she kind of did, though. You learn later. You she, do learn that later, she, but at first... She was abused. At first, Kate's like, no, I'm not... That's not the root of this. He's actually real. Like, you're yeah. not... Because, you're, yes. Uh, how was your relationship with your parents? I never met my dad. My mom died when I was four. I was raised by my aunt and uncle. Uh, my Aunt Teresa was a real Jesus freak, and not in a good way. Uncle Bill was a mean drunk, but he never touched me. I'm not confusing Daddy Longlegs with my uncle or anyone else. You have to believe me. This is my favorite bit. I believe you, Claire assured her. She wrote Uncle Bill in her notebook and <laughs> underlined it twice. Yeah. Claire is not an idiot. No, um, she's but not. she's also not an asshole. Like, she, she gets yeah. stuff done here. Uh, they go into a hypnosis session, and what what happens? Because it gets a little spoopy. Um, so once they're in the hypnosis session, um, Claire kind of loses control of, she's trying to guide Kate through her dream, and, mm-hmm. and she immediately loses control of Kate, and Kate sees... Daddy Longlegs. And when this happens, the power goes out. The power goes out. Kate becomes paralyzed and terrified. And then Daddy Longlegs tells her to masturbate. She does so in front of Claire. And Claire is very surprised. <laughs> She's, uh, she doesn't know how to handle this. And, and when um, she orgasms, the power comes back on. Yep. And and, it, and Daddy Longlegs leaves. I've become... I've, I find myself more obsessed with the little details done well in books as we read these. There's a detail that uh, the light comes on and it shocks Claire because, like, it's on. But then it also mentions you hear from downstairs the microwave beeping. Yeah. Because if the power were to come back on, the microwave would be wiped and it would do that beep. Like, that's a little detail that is easy to miss, but once it's there, it's so identifiable. Yeah. And And it's it's a good detail because it is, like... It makes it real, yeah. you know, and it makes it scary. Yeah, it makes it, Spooky the realer it is, the, the scarier. Yes. So obviously Claire's like, what the fuck is this? So she starts researching PTSD, uh, sexomnia, sleep paralysis. She doesn't what, know what to do. Um, and then we get a little bit of a backstory on Claire. It gets a little somber, a little sad. You uh, find out that her husband has died. And it's in the the most interesting where Claire went into the bathroom and plugged in her hair trimmer. She decided it was time for some self-care. Trim the bush, shave the pussy, and then off to church. Which is a hilarious line out of context. But you find out every Saturday she goes to church and sits in the further, the farthest pew from the front. Because her and her husband James used to go to church together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then one night... It's on his last night. Yeah. They get into a car accident. The thing is they like church. They like tell it uh Brixton tells it in such a way that it seems like she met him at church present day. Yeah. And it talks about the uh Father Brennan stuttering mm-hmm. and that he would nudge her with his elbow on every stutter, which would cause her to laugh, which was embarrassing. And then it and then it hits you when she mentions this is the past. James is gone. Mm-hmm. And that's so effective. Instead of just going, my, my husband died two years ago. Three. T- three years ago, I couldn't drive for a while. I'm that now... was really sad and had PTSD. Yeah. And because her husband didn't just die. Um, he died in a car accident with mm-hmm. her in the car. She watched him 
basically be torn to shreds by a drunk driver. Yeah. So she had some serious trauma from it. And um, they don't, she doesn't, the writer does not do, she she writes it really well. Yes. It's not, it's, it's not, not overdone. It's not, yes. Someone locked their car. Don't you do it. Don't you, don't. She's the, thinking about it. Look at her nose. She's gonna boof. She's gonna boof. Barf. Boof. Boof. We're barking at a dog. Okay. <laughs> She huffed. I do like this scene. It ends with her talking to the uh, the priest, and uh, but she's fallen asleep during church. Remember? She fell asleep. She fell asleep, and that's her first encounter with the with the daddy long legs. Yeah, she just hears him whisper. Yeah, and then it's a fa- it's it seems like a fake out because stop. She wakes up. It's dark, and there's a door open, and then she sees this tall, skinny figure in the door, and she hears the whisper. And then the door shuts, and she hears footsteps walking up to her. And then there's a hand on her shoulder, and it's the priest mm-hmm. uh, or the father. Uh, she talks to him a little bit. He doesn't know what the Slender Man is. It Catholic? Preacher? What is? Preacher? I, what is she is calls she him father. Okay, then she's Catholic. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not a like Methodist thing. Uh, I she, don't know. Is it like an Episcopalian thing? Maybe. Um, regardless, <laughs> religion is weird. Yeah. We don't. We can't keep up with all of them. Uh, father, you're his slender man. He doesn't know. Uh, she asks him if she if he believes in demons, and he goes, "The real demons are right here." Points and, to his head. Yeah, piece of shit. And then she says, um, "Father words. Father's words kept running through her head on the drive home. They live in here. <clears throat> they live in here." It was a little condescending of him, she decided, not to mention cliché. She even straight up mentions, like, in a horror movie, he's the one that would crack the books and help her figure all this out. Yeah. But, or he's crazy. She goes with he's crazy. <laughs> Listeners, tonight's episode is brought to you in part by Excitica.com. Listeners can select from a wide range of independently written erotica with very few limits to allowed kinks and support independent writers and independent publishers. By heading over to E-X-C-I-T-I-C-A dot com. Excitica. Home for erotica of all flavors. And then we get... We get the scene. The the hard one. <laughs> she goes to bed for the first yeah. time since meeting Kate. And immediately she's aware that she's paralyzed in her bed. Uh, where is it? Oh, we should say, she told Kate one way to keep track of what's real and what's not. Are you done? She's huffing at the... The dog is huffing at the door. She's trying to sniff Cody. One key detail we're given is that uh, she tells Kate, count your fingers okay, regularly you're you're done. Go. while awake. Uh, because in dreams, it's hard to make things concrete and count. So, if you count the fingers on your hands and the number's wrong or you can't focus on it you know you're in a dream so she falls asleep she counts her fingers there's six which freaks her out but also she realizes it's a dream so she's like haha you can't fuck with me whatever and her wedding ring isn't on she put her wedding ring on before she went to bed mm-hmm. uh it's in the details Gavin. yeah it's in the details she starts yelling wake up to herself, when she reopened her eyes, she felt it in her stomach first. Before her vision could even focus on his shape, a tingling sensation ran up her spine. She was breathing so fast and so hard that she was nearly hyperventilating. 
A tall man with an oval-shaped head was crouching in order to pass under the doorframe. He stepped in the room and stood up straight to reveal his maddening height. With slow, steady thuds, he walked towards the foot of the bed. He then uses his powers to pull the sheets down off of her. He pulls her panties off. Uh, she's starting to wiggle her toes to regain body function. She starts at the toes and works the way up. He forces her to be aroused. Uh, and then says, the, turns out Claire's trigger is the act of fingering. Like, she doesn't like the idea of fingers inside of her. She thinks they're dirty. Uh, she just really doesn't like it. And so Daddy Longlegs whispers, I'm going to finger, finger you, you, Claire. And he's like, and the and and because with Kate, he yeah. had never touched her. It was only her masturbating. The idea of masturbation is dirty and wrong to Kate for reasons we'll get up to. Uh, right. And then and she's she's it's not necessarily dirty and wrong. It's just she's afraid of it. She's been it's been beat out of her basically, uh, or trained out of her in a really abusive way. So she, uh. Claire. Claire regains control of her legs and she starts to move up the bed away from Daddy Longlegs. I keep wanting to say Slenderman. And he holds up his hand and his fingers are incredibly long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and it's, expl- it's, it's described that his each of his fingers has ten knuckles. Please don't touch me, Claire begged, momentarily frozen in terror as Daddy threatened her with one of her deepest sexual phobias. She hated fingers inside of her, and they were the longest, creepiest fingers she could ever imagine. Uh, they, His fingers were gray and wrinkled, and they were moving in a manic rhythm, like bony tentacles. And the thing is, he doesn't chase her. He just, his fingers his, just his grow. His fingers just, ex- yeah, extend. They just keep coming. I mean, it really does feel like you're reading a dream. And the most dreamlike thing is when she gets to the head of the bed, she, she stands up. She up the wall. Yeah, she stands up and then falls because gravity switches so that now the wall is the floor. Mm-hmm. And then she moves up that and then tries again and hits the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it's only when she's on the ceiling, she remembers her final tip, try coughing. Because if you cough in a dream... Sometimes it causes your body to cough, which snaps you out of it. So at the last, like the fingers are wrapping around her legs and she's like holding her thighs together. It's so close. And then she wakes up and she sees that the sheets have been taken down and that her panties are where they were in the dream. Yeah. So it was not all, it it was in a dream, but but there is a physical, there is an effect on the physical world. Yeah. Can you just make up your mind? No. She's like, she wants to be with me and Cody. She I want to do it same, all. Same room. The fingernails led their way, scrambling sperm cells on their race to fertilize an egg. I noticed you highlighted that. Yeah, um, I highlighted that because, well, imagery. Yeah, no, and you can hear it, like, the fucking, yeah. like, just as and they move along. And I honestly just thought it was a good line. It is a good line. I thought it was really, I, I liked it. It stood out to me. Now, before, uh, we have been at this for a little bit, but I do want to uh, give readers a little bit of a spoiler here. There is sex that is, like, sex. It's not, there's, it's not all fucked up, scary shit. Yeah, we should probably get uh, to the sex part. I was gonna say. So, we, So, um, Claire wakes up from her dream by coughing. She then decides that she needs to find Kate immediately. So, she goes to Kate's place of business, which is a strip club called Woody's. Yes. Um, she finds Kate, talks to Kate. This Kate is 4 a.m. Yes. Kate says that she needs... 
She needs to finish her shift out. She will meet her at a diner down the street. Oh, um, one thing. To get into the club, she gives the door guy double the entry fee and is and lies and says she has a friend who's interested in stripping there on amateur night, but wants to check it out first. Yeah. Uh, so then um, she, co- she goes back through the exit because she's decided she's going to meet Kate after her shift at the diner. I do have a favorite line here while she's talking to Kate real quick. Uh, Kate hops off the stage without bottoms on, which is against the rules, and... Tyrone, the security guy, appears. Kate, you know the boss is gonna bust my big ass if you don't get your tiny ass back up on that stage. Tyrone pleaded with her. Kate held out a hand to shush him and turn back to Claire. (laughs) Tyrone is just like this well-meaning bouncer that works in the strip club and is friends with all of the models. Like, just, don't do this. Yeah, come on, man. But yeah, she goes out and talks to fucking Nate. Nate. Who uh, then is like, uh, you make, says, she's like, I'll come back, come back on amateur night. Yeah. And you make a so, lot of money. Yeah. So then Claire is like, you really think I'm hot enough for amateur night? And he was like, hell yeah. You can make a lot. You can make money right now. Yeah. So then she shows him. He, I'll give you 10 boobs bucks. A, yeah. Or, I'll give you 10 bucks to show me your boobs. And then, um, he's like, wow, those are some nice boobs. They How about big. you take your pants off? And then she takes her pants off for $20 and um turns around and she's incredibly into this yes she's very into this she's very excited about it and then he says how about a hundred dollars for a blowjob so then she gives him a blowjob it must be said he's at a little like podium outside the door and she hides inside the podium and sucks him off so like yeah i highlighted something that you need to read let me get there um oh this i thought you would uh, when he, when she get, oh, I want to point out, never is the size of his dick mentioned, which is that's my true. favorite thing. Yeah, that's true. It is a dick and it works. There's no like, and it was the size of a Coke it can. It was the biggest dick I'd ever seen Holy in my life. Holy shit, my mouth wouldn't fit on it. Um, you have highlighted, it smelled like he hadn't showered and she kind of liked it. It smelled like dick. She hadn't smelled a dick in a long time. She wanted it so bad, she rubbed his swollen cock all over her face, smearing her nose and her lips with his pre-cum and covering her in his smell. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought that was funny, honestly. That's why I highlighted it. She Um, hasn't had sex in three years, at least. Yeah, her husband died three years ago, and... um, I assume she hasn't had sex since because she's still wearing her wedding ring. This next, this next dialogue exchange is both hilarious and very realistic, and I love it. Uh, she starts sucking him off. Fuck yeah, that's what daddy likes. Suck it, he blurted. Please don't <laughs> say daddy. Don't, please don't say daddy. Cl- Claire requested, like it's just like. Please don't say that. Like, yeah. just immediate. And he is also immediately like, it's your okay, thing. no, no, no that's fine. Yeah. yeah, cool. I won't say it. You just uh, keep doing your thing, girl. She sucks the fuck out of him. Uh, it is a, it is a, this is a lengthy, de- detailed blowjob that isn't too long. Because there is such a thing as too much in a sex scene. This is like four healthy paragraphs. And then he, he counts 60, 80, 120, 130. Uh, yeah, and gives her uh, the money. Yeah. 
And then, and then they, she goes and, and she meets. They up talk at with the diner. They decide what Kate. they're gonna do. Right. So they they decide that they are going to write an alternate ending, um, to their nightmare, and that they need to first overcome their fears, and because that is what gives Daddy Longlegs a hold over them. So and they get so into it they don't think about this because at first they're like looking around to make sure no one's listening before mm-hmm. they say anything sexual. And then there's this, well, fingering is overrated, Kate decided. But I kind of like a finger up the butt. I don't want anything up the butt. I, I don't do anything with the butt either, Claire said. Hey, wait a minute. What if we weren't scared? What if I loved to masturbate? What if you loved having fingers in the pussy? Here's the check. No rush. Have a good night, ladies, the waitress <laughs> said. <laughs> so they do. They, they they kind of get into this conversation and completely forget their surroundings. But then... They go so to a motel. They go to a motel and they decide to explore their fears with By each watching other. porn. So they watch porn. Um, it's very tender. Claire like, helps Kate masturbate. They both get naked. Claire sits at the foot, the head of the bed, and then Kate sits between her legs and like backed up to her. Uh, and Kate just does what she needs to do. Claire doesn't. Claire really, helps her. Claire doesn't really uh, uh, resist it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like she is into this as well. Yeah, and and Claire helps her like get started and everything like that. Um, oh, and then Claire. And then once Kate finishes, mm-hmm. Claire then or. Uh, Kate then helps Claire. Um, Kate fingers her, and um, it takes a lot of build up. I do. It it's does realistic. Take a lot of build up. It's yeah. not. Um, it's not just like oh, she's into Kate, so there we go. It's perfect. Yeah, it is. It is, and then they just they end up fucking all night. Yeah, including sixty nine, which is just casually mentioned. Uh, oh, is there and, water in that? Yeah, can I have some? There's also a lot of bonus sex in this from them watching porn, and then the. The narration tells you in detail what's happening in the porn. Yeah. Uh, I notice you described the double blowjob scene, or you highlighted the double blowjob scene they're watching. Did I? What'd I say? Uh, the women in the video kneeled in front of the guy, and he spurted a massive load on their pretty faces. <laughs> they had white stripes streaking up their noses to their foreheads. They stuck out their tongues to try and catch the cum beards <laughs> that dangled from each other's chins. Yeah, because I, I, I thought that was funny, the cum I, beards. See, that the, visual was hilarious to me. I, I, I wish I had the illustrative means to make a cum beard sticker, because that would be <laughs> fucking amazing. Uh... Yeah, that would, that, it is, uh, that just, that, that mental image was just too much. I was like, wow, that's. Everyone's, everyone's the pirate no one likes. (laughs) Ah, shit, it's cum beard. Come on. (laughs) Dreaded pirate cum beard. They say his ship isn't held together by nails. It's held together by color. Yeah, I ran that So they pack. They go back, blah, blah, blah. The idea is they're going to go out to Kate's farmhouse in the middle of fucking nowhere. Because that's where the dream started. Mm-hmm. And then gonna... Claire notices that she's been there before. Yes. We... Her car had, and, and you kind of get a glimpse of this memory. At, a little bit. At the beginning. It was a January night. She was driving through some back fuck wherever Illinois area. Prairie Farms. Uh yeah. Which is funny. Wait, no, Prairie. No, Possum Prairie. Possum Prairie. I was like, Prairie Farms. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a milk a, company. That's a, that's a dairy Western... company. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it rains, ice on the road. She slides off the road. She sees the spooky farmhouse. There's a light on. She wants to go ask for help, but gets too scared. And then magically a tow truck showed up to save her. But she finds out 
this is Kate's house. And the reason that she gets too scared is because when she was running through the cornfield, mm -hmm. she came across a scarecrow. Yep. And it terrified her, so she ran back to her car and a tow truck had appeared. And it turns and out her. that Scarecrow is actually the basis of Daddy Longlegs. Mm -hmm. And that Claire, or not Claire, Kate had lived in this house when she was a child with yep. her mother before her mother died. had died. And Claire had um, seen the Scarecrow. And when Claire's mom died, she had died of a heart attack mm -hmm. in the night. And then Kate had... Did I say Claire's mom? Kate's mom Kate's died mom. of a heart attack in the night. Kate found her in the morning and ran through the fields and everything to find help. So, so very traumatic. So Claire puts Kate to sleep with the idea that they're going to do some Nightmare on Elm Street shit and kill the idea of being scared of Daddy But first they rewrite the... They decide on what they're they're going they're, they're ending. ending yeah and their ending is they're going to nail the scarecrow back to the cross in yes. the field. Unfortunately, uh, the they plan both fall asleep. They both fall asleep, so they have to fight the thing on its own turf. Mm -hmm. uh, which luckily it's a shared dream situation. Uh, I was expecting maybe some Inception level shit where Claire wakes up and like Kate's dead. Like, her dream version of Kate made it, but not an actual Kate. But it's fine. Uh, so, yeah. They find the Scarecrow in the basement. Uh, and then, like, fucking well, tree Kate roots. finds... Kate wakes up. Yeah. She wakes up from her terrifying dream. And, and because in her dream, she saw Claire being basically tied up by the... Daddy, Daddy Longlegs. Long Kate then decides she's going to go into the storm cellar where she believes that the scarecrow is, but isn't 100% sure. And she, she says, finds it. She finds it. She decides she's going to nail that thing up in the cornfield for real. Yeah. And then that then affects Claire's dream. And Daddy Longlegs in Claire's dream starts to kind of like his powers kind of wither. Falter. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, Claire is able to wake herself up. <clears throat> And then they have to go through this ordeal of nailing this demon to the scarecrow post because it turns out that he is an actual demon. And it, like the trees come alive and nearby and start like trying to restrict them, Evil Dead style. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did like that. This ending bit was not sexual. Yeah. Because uh, they like, just kill the fuck out of him. Because let's be fair, Evil Dead 2 did this. Like, a tree does violate a woman in that. And that could have been the exact same thing here, but no. But they, he tries. He tries. He does. It and he's not succeed. able to. He doesn't succeed. Claire and Kate are able to nail him to his post, killing him. Then Claire makes the joke that they're going to go to a hardware store and buy a stable gun. Oh, yeah, because it's like gonna... hammer and nails and they keep dropping him and shit. And they're like breathing. Claire looked upon the lifeless suit full of hay that was pinned to the cross and towering over them. I'm going to buy you a fucking staple gun. Uh, then there's an epilogue. The epilogue is actually really, really good. It's adorable. Um, so it starts with uh, Kate is now trying to help Claire with a nightmare. She's trying to use uh, hypnotherapy on Claire. Yep. Um, with um, <clears throat> so Claire is in her dream sleeping with James, her husband, her yep. deceased husband. Um, and then they she finds in the bed is also... Her new lover, Kate. Yeah. And um, it's kind of a very moving scene. And it almost brought me to tears. And then at the very end. Kate. Kate, <laughs> Kate. guides the dream. 
Uh, you say to him, Honey, I have a surprise. Something special happened after you were gone, and I want to share it with you. How do you feel about adding a third? <laughs> so they're going to have a dream threesome. Dream some. Brixton Atwood is an award-winning author and creator of the VHS Erotica, a genre that reimagines the video store glory of the days of the 80s and 90s in literary form. He grew up on the Simpsons, B-horror movies, and way too much porn, and hopes that those influences are all evident in his writing. They so this is are, a male This is writer. a dude writing. I was saving this. Yeah, it's a dude writing women, and he does it well. He does do it very well. Fucking, I, I didn't know it was a man. Fucking applause to you, sir. <laughs> Yeah, um, good good story. Like I said, there were a few um, typos. They weren't very. They weren't that distracting or anything like that. But like honestly, for a yeah. ninety nine cent story, not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and, it's and if just, that's the biggest complaint that we have, that's not usually. That's when we, usually, when we bring up typos, we've reached a point of being like, <laughs> ah, fuck it. Yeah, I did. I liked it. Would recommend it. Um, <clears throat> if you can handle any kind of horror at all normally i cannot but i was intrigued and because it's halloween i decided let's go for it glad i did mm-hmm. i'm glad Overall, we did it it was good if you want to hear more spooky stories check out the red light library at redlightlibrary.libsyn.com or at red light library on twitter you can also support the show by rating and reviewing us on wherever you get your fine podcast from and if you want to read some spooky stories of your own why not start a trial audibletrial.com forward slash rll support the show and get a free audiobook of your choice with your free first month at audible audibletrial.com forward slash rll it's the shit yo <sighs> now that halloween's over i have to find a thanksgiving themed piece this is gonna be fucking with weird with a turkey someone's a gonna, turkey baster it's gonna be a gonna turkey baster week. someone's gonna fuck a turkey baster right. it's gonna either someone's gonna put their dick in a turkey or someone's yeah. gonna put a turkey baster in their vagina or their butt or all of those things are i going really to can't judge because i have two different pumpkin themed eroticas right now i saw that and i was like we're, so we're not gonna read that well or if we had more upload we would yeah <laughs> could be on patreon could be special episodes Hi, it's Gavin in the future editing right now, and I just wanted to give a quick update on the Patreon because Jackie just mentioned it and I feel this is the perfect place to slot this audio in. There is a huge update to Patreon's Terms of Service. See the newest episode of The Pagist in which she covers uh, Chuck Tingle's scary stories to tickle your butt, I think is what it's called. The Pagist episode for Halloween covers this much in detail, but there was updates regarding, air quotes, pornographic content that seemed like it could apply to the Red Light Library, and not to be a sob story, but your financial support is what keeps this show going. The wonderful patrons who donate a little bit of money every month to help us keep going means I don't have to worry about paying for editing software or the hosting fees, and... I can't afford those right now. I'm in a little bit of a weird spot. So I got really scared, put a big post up saying I'm not going to post anything to Patreon that's sexual or red light library episodes anymore. Now new updates have informed me that this is actually okay and my podcast isn't porn, <laughs> which I know it isn't, but I was worried it was going to be construed as porn. If you see that post, just know it's going to be updated in the next few days. We're going to start working on more content for November and hopefully... Uh, I'll be able to nail down some early content posted on Patreon first, or maybe just Patreon-exclusive content. We'll see. But for now, thank you so much for listening. If you want to check it out, 
patreon.com forward slash red light library but you don't have to donate just tell your friends about us share the word and most importantly see you next tuesday